Welcome to the Genius Women Podcast. I'm your host, Yulia Denisuk, a published travel photographer and writer, an entrepreneur, and founder of Genius Women. Four years ago, I quit my corporate job to pursue my dreams. And today, I'm on a mission to help other women pursue their creative dreams as well. This is Genius Women, a podcast where we explore living a rich, meaningful, beautiful creative life through in-depth conversations with brave women pursuing their wildest dreams. If you're ready to put your fears and doubts to the side, go after your dreams and step into your brilliance, you're in the right place. Let's go. Hi, everyone. All throughout May, we're sharing bonus episodes with you as we're taking a little break in preparation for our upcoming season three of the podcast. In this week's bonus episode, I'm sharing with you a really insightful and fruitful conversation we recently had in the circle with our circle member, now a published photographer and writer, Vanessa Dusen. We discussed the intricacies of pitching to publications, holding on or letting go of your ideas, and the motivation that will allow us to stay in this lane. Enrollment to our Circle membership is ongoing, and this June, we are putting together our first ever Genius Women virtual one-day retreat for our Circle members. I'll share more information about the retreat at the end of this episode. Okay, let's dive in into our conversation with Vanessa. I was looking at all of your guys' stuff, yours, Hannah and Matador. Laura just published her first, it just came out, the Stories Magazine article. Yeah, I want to read that. I'm very, very happy and very (laughs) proud of you guys, all of you. So that's amazing. That really shows me that not only what I'm sharing with you is working, but that you are actually doing the work. Because there's two components to that. You know, I can share all this stuff all day long. But you actually have to sit down and you have to do the stuff. Yeah. And you're doing it. And that's really exciting. That's super exciting. So No, it's nice because it had been, I mean, I had the maybe from Nat Geo Kids and I still haven't heard back. I sent a follow-up email, but I'm like, okay, I'll wait a little bit till I send up another follow-up. But so there was that initial like, okay, my idea was good enough to catch their attention, but you know, it still was, I was getting a little bit like, oh, it's tough when you're just putting stuff out there, not hearing anything. So this was a, you know, I feel like, okay, it validates the the work I put, the time and effort I put in and that your system works and able to uh, put those things together and think about it when I am pitching, like it'll become, I think, second nature to make sure that I have all these things in there. And yeah, no, but I also, with all of this, I'm like, okay, I can't forget to I can't just stop pitching because I got uh, a yes. I need to still keep in mind what's going to come next because once I'm done this and, you know, if I have nothing else lined up, then there'll be a gap. So I need to kind of constantly, I need to kind of schedule that in and make sure that I'm always looking for opportunities that. Yeah. And you know, you know, you've, you've heard me say this before, but I'm a big proponent of scheduling time in your calendar. Wednesdays from 10 to 12, that's what I do. I pitch. Yeah. Every Wednesday from 10 to 12. And so, you know, it's on your calendar. You just commit to it and you keep going. Uh, It's interesting for me. This career is sort of this interesting mix of you have to be really patient 
But you also have to like, you have to be both at once. You have to be patient, but you also have to be impatient and keep yeah. pitching and keep reaching out, you know, because you have to be patient with the people you already pitched because a lot of times it takes a while to, to hear back from them, but you have to be impatient in a way that you're, you know, okay, let's go, let's go, what's next? Well, you know, yeah. and I did find too that if I just dwelled on like waiting to hear back, then it's like you give too much importance to those ideas and you feel more down if you don't get anything whereas if you just like move on to the next thing and then you yes. come up with another idea and you get excited about that I think it's easier to cope <laughs> too with the yes. rejection because you're like okay well that didn't work but I'm already on to the next thing so I think if I dwell too much then it will uh it does weigh on me a little bit so yeah, yeah. no I I agree I agree you have to approach it I approach it as a process you know it's just a process like you pitched okay you you sort of have that track going, you know, and, and that's where, uh, for me at least, the pitching, the tracking document becomes really important because I look at it every week and I'm like, okay, I pitched these guys a week ago. Is it time to follow up yet? No, it's still like brewing. So, okay, in the meantime, what am I doing? Who am I pitching next? And every week I'm looking at, okay, who do I need to follow up with? What's the status? What's going on there? But it's always like, it's this process that, okay, this one is out okay, what's here? This one is out. Okay, what's here? You know, sort of like that. And you're right, because then you're <laughs> detaching yourself from every single one of them. And you're yeah. attaching yourself to the process itself. Yeah. yeah. And I've even I think we had that conversation before where it's like, do you give up on certain ideas? There's that giving up because you get discouraged, but also to think like, well, maybe now's not the right time, maybe, or there's an angle that's just not there. And you just can set it aside. But then who knows, like it could yeah. pop up that a publication is looking for and you think, wait, I have something and you just pull it back out. Because I still like all the ideas that I sent out there, even if they weren't accepted. So I feel like I don't want to just reject them as if they're bad. It's more just the maybe the timing. And maybe as I get better at pitching or finding the story or the angle, yes. then I can go back to those ideas like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, this needs to be refined. Exactly. It, that's exactly the journey. And that's exactly how it happens. And so, yeah, we never want to discard all of our ideas, like the ideas that didn't get accepted completely, put it back in the toolbox and just you know, keep it somewhere safe and look at it from time to time and see what can be resurfaced, repositioned, different angle. That's absolutely how it happens. And I just pitched uh, something to BBC that I've been trying to find a home for maybe a year or two ago. I've been trying to find a home for the story in so many publications. I pitched it everywhere I could. Nobody took it. And now they came back. They're like, hey, we're looking for more stories from Kazakhstan. What do you got? I'm like, oh, I have this one that I was never been able to play. So let me try it here, you know? So that's exactly how it happens. And yes, I reworked this pitch right now because it's also interesting how you see the evolution of your own work. Because I'm reading my pitch from maybe like two or three years ago. And I'm like, oh, that's rusty. <laughs> that's like, I could yeah. have done it better, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's exactly it. It's exciting too for me, like to see that evolution and how much you've improved and how much yeah. sharper your ideas are. Another good practice everyone is organizing right now, but how I organize my stuff is basically I have a Google Drive. 
and I have a pitch folder. And inside that pitch folder, I have folders of all the different publications that I've ever pitched. And then I go into that folder and then I have all the pitches that I've ever pitched them. I mean, there's different ways to organize. You could organize also by, I don't know, destinations, for example, or, you know, other things. But what I'm saying is it's really important to hold on to all those pitches Mm. exactly for that reason, that you never know when and how that pitch might be applicable again. It's also helps you realize that no work is ever in vain. Even if you didn't place it at that time, you just never know how it might be applicable again, you know? So, Mm, yeah. yeah. If you have a blog too, sometimes if you really want to get it out there, you just can self-publish, I guess. Yeah, of course. There's a lot of outlets like blogging outlets who accept guest bloggers, for example, too, which is another way. I mean, yeah, exactly. Or medium. There's so many ways for that work to see the light of day if you wanted it to. That, yeah, no, absolutely. I'm glad that you're sort of seeing it the same way because that's exactly it. But again, I want to remind everyone too who is on the call or who's going to listen later, probably the most important thing we can do for ourselves in this path is learn how to manage those highs and those lows. Because right now I'm seeing Vanessa in her high. She's like, yes, amazing. But then a couple of weeks ago or whatever, she was in the low because she wasn't hearing from publication. She's like, oh, what's, you know, what's going on? And that's so natural. That's, it's going to keep happening. You're going to pitch someone else and you're not going to hear from them and you're going to be back in the low, (laughs) you know? So finding a way to manage that for yourself and really like coming back to that idea of this is all part of this process. I'm going to have these peaks and these valleys. How do I make sure that when I'm in the valley, I don't stay there for too long or I find a way back out of it, you know, because mm-hmm. it's going to yeah. keep happening. It's just the nature of this, you know. But I'm, I'm hoping that because I feel like I've finally gotten an actual commission, <laughs> it feels more like I can legitimately put writer, like not just photographer. And I hope that I'll hang on to how this feels so that and knowing that, okay, if I get a rejection, it's like, well, I know there was someone that said yes before, so that can happen again. But I think it's hard when it hasn't happened yet. Like if the longer it goes that you didn't get a yes, it's easier to think like, well, maybe this isn't for me. Maybe I should stick to what I'm more familiar with or have more expertise in. And, but I'm glad. And that's part of the reason I joined the circle as opposed to just taking the course. Cause I kind of, I knew I would need (laughs) extra push and having truly, you know, my husband's great, but he's an engineer. So (laughs) no, you need, exactly. You need people. Yeah. You need people in in the same place. And I was just going to say, that's exactly what we're here for, to Mm -hmm. get you over that first hump, which is, yeah, exactly. It's the most difficult one where you're like, do I really have what it takes? Do I really like, will somebody just please say yes to me? (laughs) But I will say that, yes, definitely hold on to that feeling. But I don't know if it gets easier. That's, I guess, what I'm trying to say. Because then you start getting different, yeah your, your, your goals head. just keep <laughs> moving yeah it's it's like it's like that metaphor I don't know if you I, I can't remember if I talked about this but it's that metaphor of like raising higher and higher on the spiral staircase so initially we're here in the staircase and we're like dealing with this you know, stuff in our mind that's stopping us and finally like somebody says yes so we're now here on this part of the staircase like we we left a bit of that stuff below, but then up here we find that there's new stuff to deal with. 
that's also stopping us, but in a different way now. So uh, it, it's finding whatever works for you as the way to deal with all that stuff, whether it's meditation, whether it's going for a walk, whether it's keeping a folder on your computer where you put every single piece of accomplishment that you ever did or every single piece of praise that you ever got and looking at that every week like whatever that is for you find something like that because I'm telling you this journey then you know it's going to continue being this rocky and the faster we can learn how to like navigate that rockiness and be more even the better yeah and I think having recently read the Anne Lamott book Bird by Bird and and realize like if your goal is really just to see your name public like you know you've got the wrong incentive like you have to love the work and feel like you would do it regardless if you got paid and all that if it gets to the point where if you're just hungry for that byline I don't know that you'll get out of it what you need so I think you have to just be hungry to get your work out there because you want to share stories and not because of the fame and glory or anything like that because yeah I think same with photography like there's very few people that are making millions it's not just you don't do it for the money you do it for the the passion and and so yeah for sure 100% agree you have to have a different motivation than externally focused, outward focused, monetary focused motivation, because that's not a field for that. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a field for that. But yeah, no, um, because this other motivation is also, I think, is a more powerful motivation that's gonna help you keep going. Mm -hmm. uh, No matter what, you know, because if you're motivated by monetary motivation, or like external recognition, it's gonna take a while And by that while, you're going to give up and say, you know what, this is just not for me. Yeah. But if you're focused by this internal, like the way I think about it for me is like, there's this fire. There's nothing else that I'd rather be doing. Mm -hmm. You know, this is what I want to do. So I'm going to like stick through it no matter what, you know? Yeah. And I find sometimes if you have that attitude that the rejection just can fuel the fire. It's like, okay, well, Mm -hmm. they didn't want it. I, you know, I know I can do, I can get something even better. (laughs) If you kind of push or I need to prove them wrong that I can do this and that I, you know, that I have what it takes. And so you find maybe little things that can help the way you pitch and all of that to just get what you want out of it. (laughs) Yeah. Although I would say that for me, I try to, and I don't know if you guys have noticed this in the way I speak about this, but I try to get away from this language of, I have to prove that I have what it takes. Do I have what it takes? Because for me, inherently, you have what it takes by the nature of being human, of being creative, of having a voice. There is this like, this doubt side of us that is always doubting, do I have what it takes? But in reality, like, we absolutely have what it takes, you know? But I mean, if that's something that helps you be motivated and keep going, then yeah, by all means, use that, I guess, concept too. Yeah, I think it's just also seeing it objectively, like not taking things personally and just being able to tell yourself that it's the timing was wrong and they're not looking for that type of story and to find something else where it might fit. You know, I was listening to a podcast uh, this weekend and in it, 
this idea that was discussed was so uh, resonated so much with me. And I think it's so applicable to what we have going on here. It was an interview with an entrepreneur. Um, he's, a, he's a Russian entrepreneur who started several companies. And they were talking about personal growth and becoming the best version of themselves. So they were talking about that. But I think what they talked about really uh, resonates here because what he was saying is that we have to learn how to recognize when the lens through which we view the world or the model through which we perceive reality is no longer serving us. Because the thing is that like reality is, there is a one version of objective reality, but every single one of us interprets that reality in very different ways. So there could be one event and 20 people in the room might all interpret that one event differently. What matters at the end of the day is not that one event that happened. What matters is how each one of us interpreted that event. And there's sort of two steps to that. Step number one is even recognizing that that's happening because a lot of people don't recognize. They're like, you know, they don't even sort of have this distinction that there is reality out there, but then there's also a way I process it and a way I think about it, right? So that's step number one. And step number two is thinking, does the way I'm interpreting this, does it serve me? Is it helping me or not? And then step number three is then being able to switch. It's almost like different glasses, right? That you put on like, okay, do these glasses serve me or should I take them off and find some new glasses to interpret that reality that's the same, no matter what, it's the same for everyone, but maybe I need some new glasses. Maybe I need to clean my glasses. Maybe I need to change the prescription or something, which is sort of what we're talking about right now, right? It's like, what new way of looking at things will help me thrive on this road, be more balanced on this road, be more creative, come up with more ideas, approach more people. And it's not... Um, oh my God, I'm horrible. They didn't like my idea. I'm worthless. I don't have anything to say. It's a way to interpret reality. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And it's a way at which most of us start actually, right? Mm -hmm. And that's the reason why we're here as genius women. Mm -hmm. It's because that's the way we're all starting. I don't know why that it is the way it is. But then, okay, these glasses no, no longer serve me. So, okay, what else can I, what other way can I come up with to interpret this reality? Yeah. I do like how a lot of publications will, they answer that question in a sense, like they, they don't need you to be published or have a million followers. They're looking for a good, so they say pitch us anyways. And so I guess it's seeing that is encouraging because, you know, I think that's part of the reason I hesitated to get into it. Like, well, you know, I, I don't have that many followers, so they're not going to even look at, at this. And also just realizing that that's the case. And I remember when I first joined Instagram, I joined because I, was hearing that some photographers are only being hired because they have this following because they can help promote whatever product so I was like oh I better get on this platform and I was slow to embrace it because I had heard that they keep the copyright and I didn't like that and so I was like oh I gotta play the game so I was always a little I don't like this popularity contest so it's really refreshing to see that that has nothing to do with whether a pitch will be accepted or not and hopefully that these two articles will do well and build a relationship with the editors and that will kind of lead to other things. And so, um, so I'm excited and I, I feel like I've made the right choices <laughs> by taking the course and joining the circle and it's been worth it. it but yeah, you still have to put, it's not, there's no magic uh, golden ticket or any way to get there fast and you have to put in the time and 
and put up with the ups and downs. <laughs> yeah, that's the journey. Thanks again for listening to our bonus episode today. I hope you found the ideas we discussed here helpful and relevant to you. And here's some more information on the June retreat I mentioned at the top of this episode. In this one-day virtual retreat, we'll focus on strategies to help us craft our dream creative life, like reimagining our imposter syndrome and creating focus and intention in our work. We'll have an amazing guest speaker, travel writer extraordinaire Michaela Trimble join us. She'll run a session on tapping into our divine femininity. We'll also work in small groups in breakout sessions and brainstorm ideas to support each other's work. The retreat is happening on Saturday, June 5th, and it's open to our circle members only. So if you've been thinking about joining us, now would be a really good time to do that so you can participate in the retreat. Get more information about our membership and how to join at geniuswomen.com slash circle. Thanks again for listening and stay tuned for another bonus episode coming your way next week in which we'll talk about ways we can keep discouragement at bay.